0: This is The Drive-In Podcast, episode 16, take one.
1: Good tidings to all. Welcome to the 16th episode of The Drive-In Podcast, We have a jolly good episode for you today, as it is our Christmas special. We have The Checkup with Dr. O, talking about the latest news in the movie industry. We have our movie review of Klaus, a potential new Christmas classic, and a special top billing of movie items that you would want for Christmas. So use the restrooms now, silence your phones, unless you're listening on your phone, in which case do not silence it, and get ready for the 16th episode of the Drive-In Podcast. Ho ho ho! Merry Christmas! Welcome back, boys and girls. Who's ready for the sixteenth episode of the Drive In Podcast? Here I am. <laughs> I'm not taking attendance, Doctor O. <laughs> Hands
0: up. Well, it's good to know. It's good for the listeners to know that I'm here. Yeah, that's true. Present and present. Ricky Flick. Roll call.
2: Roll call. I'm here. I'm also here. <laughs> I Love feel it.
1: like I nailed that intro. Do you guys feel like that? I feel like that. It went well. It was very smooth. It felt good. I did a practice run beforehand, and uh, I got. I think I got to do that now instead of just kind of winging it, you know? That felt good. Good Practice makes perfect. So how are we feeling today on the drive-in, boys? Uh, it's Christmas week. I know I'm buzzing. I'm ready to receive gifts, but I feel like more than anything, I'm ready to give gifts. I'm at that age now where mm. uh, I'm really excited to give the gifts that I've purchased for my family members and friends um, because I'm just, like, excited, and I'm, I'm honestly just, like, if you bought it in advance, because, I mean, I totally did. I usually wait till the last minute, but I had nothing to do this year, so I did. And now I'm just antsy, and I want to give them because I want to see their reaction, see if they're going to like it. How about you guys? How you feeling?
2: Yeah, like I feel like I'm like in the same way. Like I'm like selfishly wanting to give away gifts. Like I'm, don't, I'm not saying I'm a good person or anything because I like giving gifts more than getting them. No, mm-hmm. that's not what I'm saying. I'm selfishly like to give away gifts because I want to see their reactions, like you said. What about you, Dr. O?
0: I feel like – when you graduate college, that's when you like to give gifts to other people. Cause yeah. like in college and even prior to that, you're just like, so money stringent, like st- mm-hmm. like you're stingy with your money stringent, I should, I should say. And you just don't like, you don't want to spend a lot, but you're also like, I don't want to like upset this person. Cause I didn't spend this much on a sibling or whatnot. So I think now it's like, you have a job, you're established, you are like, Oh, I'm just going to get creative with this. So once black Friday hits, I go ham, I'm all nope. over that Amazon. Uh, oh, yeah. So and obviously couldn't go to the mall this year. Well, you could have, but it just would have been interesting with COVID circumstances. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just fun to do it online shopping now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think you're right. I was going to say it's definitely an age thing with uh, the giving gifts and graduating college. I think that's a that's a good benchmark for it, um, for sure. But I'm super excited. It's our Christmas special. We got a review of Klaus. Oh, Of course, we have the, the checkup with Dr. O, which we're about to send it over for. And then we have our uh, top five movie items that you want for Christmas. We got a lot of Christmas content that we're ready to dish out. Um, but first things first, we got to get the latest movie news. We got there's so much news all the time. We got to be dishing it out to you guys. So without further ado, Dr. O,
0: check us up. Let's check the audience up. Also, the audience may know the sound quality for this pod. It's going to be better than any other pod. And oh, yeah. why is that? We all have our quadcast mics, no free ads. No free ads. But <laughs> so I, and there's going to be some interesting yes. content in terms yes. of what I'm going to do with my former mic. Maybe I destroy it, maybe go off the space style. But <sighs> I, it's just, I'm just, our chemistry is going to be on point today. I just feel it. And I think that it's just the power of the mic. But let's get to the news. So, boys, if uh, anyone's been on Twitter, Instagram, any type of social media, they probably saw or heard a video uh, coming from Tom Cruise in the set of Mission Impossible 7. Tom Tom Cruise was uh, recorded reaming out the Mission Impossible 7 crew for breaking COVID-19 protocols on set. Uh, uh, After the tirade, Cruise went on. Several crew members have reportedly quit from the film as a result of the outburst. Boys, I assume you listened to the rant. What was your reaction? Start with you, Flex.
2: The When he said, I can't sleep at night, thinking of, like, he can sleep at night soundly in his bajillion million dollar mansion or whatever in, or mm-hmm. on his private island or some BS thing. He can sleep at night. I think he's doing okay. And it was just, it, it had Rex Grossman, or not Rex Grossman. Jesus less quarters, less like, less Grossman vibes from Tropic Thunder. I thought it was, it was, I couldn't help but laugh, but like, also understand like the implications <laughs> but. It was just
0: funny. It was, it was like, great having those videos pop up on my feet again. Yeah, <laughs> of Les Grossman. And I, know, I was with Nez. I was with Nez earlier. He was quoting it nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he kept saying, uh, "Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, we can't even say it like because like it's obviously just him saying the f bomb so much. It just reminded me so much of Les Grossman. It's the same yeah. thing. It was like a combination he... of like Les Grossman and then his character in A Few Good Men, which <laughs> is <was like> a <laughs> oh combination God. of the two.
1: Yeah. That's, now you know. Get you why order he... the
0: Cobra! <laughs>
2: We don't talk with terrorists.
1: <laughs> that's why you, That's how he did so good in those, in those roles, man. I guess that's, how, that's who he is. I don't know. Um, I, Show me I, the money. I don't know you know, that much Hollywood rumors of what it's like to work with him, um, but I feel like this is kind of coming out. I don't know if he's always been like this or maybe this is just a COVID-related thing, um, but that was kind of scary of course I laughed. I was laughing. I was really, I was like, dude, it's a, it's a movie. Like, I mean, obviously you take them seriously, but like, you know, like these people are making like 0.001% of what you're making and you're screaming you're them out. Like, just get like, maybe give them a break. Okay. Like Jesus Christ. That, think- was, that was so intense. Yeah, I was going to say got- he's,
0: he's got to chill out. Like, like, yeah. it, like I obviously I understand what he's saying. Like obviously the movie industry, like they have to take COVID very seriously if they want to bring these movies to the people. But his freak out, I just wish it was on camera. I wish like it wasn't just a recording. Yeah. Because if we saw him, we saw the reactions of the people he's yelling at. Because he's so specific at who he's yelling at. He's saying, like, you and you and especially you like <laughs> I wish I saw like those people just like, crapping yeah. their pants yeah. as Tom Cruise is screaming in their face. Well, do you think it was staged? I was thinking
2: that. What? So uh Ramini? The person that plays King of Queens, uh, Kevin James's wife, she said it was a publicity stunt. She is like accusing it of being a, a
0: stunt. But like those people quit. They have people quitting though at the same time. Like people are quitting after that tirade. Well, like, oh, they could have just lose, heard they about decided, it. Decided like I don't want to work like on this like movie. That. As a
2: result, they might not have been there. But like, yeah, it on like social media or something.
0: There's a chance. I mean, how many people are talking about Mission Impossible 7 right now? Like 100% could have – like not 100%, but it could have been staged, except it's not exactly the best uh, light painted for uh, Tom Cruise.
2: But it's also like staged as in take this seriously, like not just this movie, but maybe Mm -hmm. like Hollywood in general, there's been rumors or – I'm not saying this is facts or there have been rumors, but maybe in the industry like – they haven't followed COVID protocols, so this is just like a wake up call, maybe or something like that. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud, you know.
0: I, I it's a possibility. It's not. Impo- I, I saw I saw that highlight. I saw that headline, and uh it definitely it crossed my mind. But mm-hmm. people are losing jobs because of it, and uh it, it's probably like Tom Cruise is probably happy this was released, which is kind of weird. Because it's like, okay, it because people. he's like, because he like, as you said, like he's trying to make sure these movies get made and people get to enjoy it and people have jobs and pay for like their kids' educations and things like that. So he's probably happy. Like when Christian Bale had his tirade come out, that's the most embarrassing thing of all time.
2: Yeah. We're not you know, talking that, like uh like a Johnny Depp uh, thing going on right now we're talking about someone that's trying to save like like save lives obviously
0: and people are taking both sides it's kind of polarizing the like, way it's like okay it's so like, interesting. yes yeah they, like i'm on t- yes stand tom cruise he's the man other people are like dude chill out I'm like mm-hmm. come on man mm-hmm. all right well we'll, we'll st- pay attention to any more developments there hopefully we get another recording at some point maybe even a video of tom cruise going bananas but Let's move on to some actual projects being developed not just some tabloid news. We got Lily James and Sebastian Stan uh, set to star as both Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee in an upcoming Hulu miniseries. It's being developed under the working title, Pam and Tommy could be changed at any time. It's going to, it's, going to detail the Rockstar couple's relationship that dominated the tabloids for years. It's uh, including the scandal of when their sex tape from their honeymoon was stolen and leaked to the public. Seth Rogen is likely to play the man who stole the tape with I, Tonya director Craig Gillespie helming the series. Rob Siegel is writing the series. Rogan's also producing. Uh, guys, what do we think about this upcoming miniseries? series Lex. <laughs>
2: it's still i when i saw this i thought it was like more of a rumor or just something like a fan casting sort of like rumor on social media like something you would like to see not that it was actually happening i think it's so fascinating that this like scandal like a scandal is actually going to get a series like an actual serious series about it you know like what's next like kim Kardashian's going to get a series about her scandal or something like that like I can't wait to see what's going to come next. Her and Ray J. This is going to like maybe start something new.
0: Yeah, so I've been a joke in my blog. I wrote a blog on this movie because it caught my eye immediately. Like, Tommy Lee and Pam Anderson movie? You kidding me? I mean, the miniseries? You kidding me? So, uh, just like, have it'd be hilarious uh, if they had, like, a the People verse, like they do in FX, like the Peopleverse O.J. Simpson, and then they have, like, the Gianni Versace. Like, if they just did it with a bunch of sex scandals with celebrities, like Kim K and Ray, uh, Ray J have their own <laughs> Mini series coming up, possibly Kim K reprising the role of herself. So that'd be hilarious. And I think Craig Gillespie, the guy who did I, Tonya, he has like a comedic, he's a great comedic timing and he knows how to make these like serious situations also more lighthearted. And also just, it just makes it very entertaining the way he uh, presents like this material. So I'm, I'm pumped to have him uh, a part of this series and he was able to get Sebastian Stan back who was starred in I, Tonya, and uh, uh, along with – I wish he just had uh, – was able to bring back Margot Robey as, mm. uh, as okay, I mean, I uh, Pam Anderson here. That would
2: have been too perfect.
0: Yes. Instead, you have Lily James
2: who's kind of – I don't know. At least personally, I feel like she's like a good girl, goody two-shoe. Like you think of her like in Baby Driver. She's the the waitress that just wants to get out of town and so try to save enough money. Innocent. She's in uh, Darkest Hour when she's like innocent, just a secretary – typewriter type you know or like mama mia she's like uh dancing around like you know but like, no, just like, like
0: nothing's wrong in the world exactly yeah, like yeah.
2: everything's okay and i spotlight's always on me but like as in because i'm happy i'm just smiling all the time and now she's gonna play pam anderson in a sex scandal with tommy lee <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> like you've gone lily james as in like not where you've gone just like the drastic change in roles
1: right Nez, any thoughts I don't know how you make a, a movie out of this. It, 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 I, it's just, I, don't, I just don't understand. I feel like there's so many other people that would deserve a movie o- over Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee during that time. Like there's just, it, it's what, it's a movie. What is it supposed to be about? It's a movie so it's about a sex. mini, it's, it's a, a mini series. So miniser- or mini series, excuse yeah. me.
0: So like they had a very, interesting relationship because they got married after like meeting each other like 96 hours after meeting each other or something like that that's something insane. crazy and then at, on their wedding moon at, on their honeymoon they have this sex tape stolen it's kind of an electric story and uh, having <laughs> seth crazy. rogan as the guy stealing it like i think yeah. that's, kind of, that's kind of perfect he's uh, like the
1: pervy guy like that's
2: hilarious.
0: yeah like seems sneaking in there and everything but uh i kind of i'm surprised this hasn't been adapted earlier Like this is like a kind of too hilarious of a story and uh, it gets talked about nonstop for it not to like have some type of adaption. So I I, I think it's going to open a whole, like as Flux was talking about, it can open up a whole wave of like different projects and like different uh, ideas stemming from it. Right.
2: I think it's like, it just, it kind of correlates with society today where more scandals and things of this nature are coming out with celebrities and famous people that you're getting more accustomed to these scandals coming out. So it's more socially acceptable to just know more about them. It's not like embarrassing to like, like, look at our president. I don't want to get political. I'm just saying, like there's just a bunch of scandals and things like this that just happen now. It's insane. And like I said earlier, and what you just said, I'll reiterate one more time. Just there will, I think this will just start something new, especially with two big stars, Sebastian Stan and Lily James
0: uh, being a part of this. It's honestly hilarious because it's happened what ninety six when the sex sex tape was uh, like it came ask, out. I don't remember. I think it was ninety six. But at the mm-hmm. same time, you have like everyone our age, a little bit older, like remembers it very vividly. And then it's also like okay, it's like reminding the younger people. Guess what happened in the nineties? This wild story. Let's re let's re, re- uh, reignite uh, this like like one, like once in a lifetime story. It's just like so it was so wild. So mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's not a bad idea to rehash it. Uh, moving on Muhammad Ali movie, right? We're getting some Cassius clay action here. Uh, there's going to be a Muhammad Ali movie on his refusal to be drafted to the Vietnam war. Uh, director Shola Amu has signed on to helm the project from a script by Philip house, whose previous, previous credits include the Netflix true crime series, mind hunter, RIP. Uh, the movie's based on the book, sting like a bee Muhammad Ali versus the United States of America by Lee Montville provides a perceptive look at the sports legend and centers on the cultural and political implications of his refusal of service in the military and the key moments in a life that was as high profile and transformative as any in the 20th century. Cassius Clay movie, movie coming. Nez, what do you think?
1: I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, to kind of go over this this part in history. It's very, um, you know, revolutionary and, and, you know, Muhammad Ali is an icon for Uh, not only being amazing at boxing, but for his uh, political statements and for, you know, being uh, an activist. Um, So I think it's, I think it's really awesome. I think during this time, it's really cool. Uh, A lot of people are going to learn some history that they might not otherwise know. Um, So it's going to be educating the masses as well. Uh, I'm very excited for this movie. uh, And I hope it, you know, it's pulled, they pull it off. That's, that's usually whenever, you know, I think I, I say that all the time where I'm like, when I'm whenever i'm excited about a movie it's whether or not they're able to pull it off and um you know sometimes they do sometimes they don't so hopefully uh you know they they'll they'll pull through for us fans over here and uh they can put together a really good and uh moving movie for us
0: i agree and like uh when i look when i think of like muhammad ali and his different depictions that have happened on the big screen and i think of will smith's ali that was kind of like a very long movie. It's like over. It's like a three and a half hour movie, and it's like trying to enca- like trying to capture this godlike figure in that span of time, where it would be better off maybe as a miniseries. When you go over that, this movie is getting specific and it's talking about like his uh, refusal to enter the draft for Vietnam War, and I think if you just focus in on that and make a great. Like it's a great story in and of itself. And the civil rights activist that he was, it's gonna be much more of a concise movie and one that I think people will be uh more drawn to see and will stick the whole way through compared to Michael Mann's two thousand one movie. What do you think, Flex?
2: Yeah, I definitely agree. And just like going off of that, like the movie with Regina King King coming out um at the helm with One Night in Miami, mm-hmm. which uh just for listeners listeners that don't know, it's in February of nineteen sixty-four. Cassius Clay, Jim Brown, and Malcolm X, and I think actually Sam Cooke, they all are in a hotel room in Miami, and they just talk about being successful men during uh, black men during the civil rights era, and that movie was a uh, that originally was a play um and that's just gonna be all dialogue just sitting around and it's gonna be captivating and it's like getting a lot of oscar buzz and that's like talking about concise that's like literally just a conversation a movie that uh, that a movie is basing it around this mm-hmm. one is a little more it's like the
0: shop but like a movie yeah like like it's like, LeBron's show, like the shop
2: the shop but like with like the most influential people in the right. civil rights era so I it's wonder gonna if that be insane
0: did, did that meet that, that Regina King movie that we're talking about did that meeting actually happen or is this just like an idea that Regina King had or whoever the producer was
2: any so idea the, so I know it was a play right uh, beforehand I'm not I don't want to I'm not positive it actually did happen but I wouldn't be surprised I wouldn't put it like past them
0: if it didn't past happen them. that's genius that's a genius idea like, yeah. I, I think that's a, I, I'm excited to see that movie as well uh
2: but, like, going to what you said, like, that's, like, a really concise and really, sh- like, w- f- focusing on one single, like, a scene right. out of a movie usually. This is, like, a little broader, and I kind of like that because there's a whole lot of things going around this event. But it's not a biopic or any of that, like, sort of right. means. So Michael, Michael
0: Mann's movie barely touched this, dude. Barely. It, he barely touched the civil rights activist aspect and, like, what and Ma- Ali's refusal to enter the draft. And, like, that was, like, what he might be looked back on most fondly right now. Mm -hmm. It seems like people talk about that almost more than the fact that he was a heavyweight, Champion, three three time heavyweight right. champion. So yeah. it's and I'm all, it's also going to be interesting because we all look back at Muhammad Ali and be like, oh, great civil rights activist. But at the time, you got to put the historical lenses on. We got to see how controversial of a decision this really was and how politically it was very it was very divisive. This whole scenario where people are saying that oh, does he, he doesn't stand for America? He doesn't want to fight for his country, or is he just trying to dodge the war? Uh, but it's it's and then we have his religion um, becoming uh, part of the narrative too. So. It's gonna be fascinating for them to actually just focus in on this one part of a incredible epic life. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm and, pumped.
2: Yeah, and like Michael Mann's, like that was kinda that of, had a lot of moving parts, right? And this one obviously will just focus on like a certain period of time, which I love. And my last comment on this is it's gonna be a lot of Oscar buzz around this. Muhammad okay. Ali, like civil rights movement, uh, movie. Like, there's going to be a lot of Oscar buzz around this, and it's going to be exciting to see the development, uh, future developments. Who should play him? Will Smith come back? You think he's a little too old? Deage him. Gemini man,
0: deage him. I was thinking, like, I don't know, Jonathan Majors, something like that. Ooh, Jonathan Majors. Wow. It's not a bad one. Uh, wow. uh, maybe the guy who just played him in Regina King's movie One Night in Miami, maybe just reprises the role. Mm-hmm. Just like, uh, Biggie did Jamal Jamal Woodward, Woodard, yeah, did when he was in the uh, big movie and then he was in Tupac, right? So he played he played the same character twice, maybe they do the same thing. Uh, moving on, I believe this is our last item on the checkup, it may be the most electric. Scott Stapp of Creed. We'll play Frank Sinatra in Reagan, an upcoming biopic on former President Ronald Reagan. Obviously, Sean McNamara will be directing this. The cast includes Dennis Quaid as Reagan. Phenomenal casting, if you ask me. Kevin Dillon uh, from Entourage. Uh, that we have Penelope Ann Miller, John Voight. Uh, so Sinatra. Famously endorsed Reagan in the nineteen eighty election and he donated four million dollars to his campaign. Reagan would go on to award Sinatra the presidential medal of freedom during his presidency. So there's a good chance we're gonna see a good amount of Scott Stapp in a movie on Ronald Reagan. Nez, what are your thoughts? Um
1: I hope there's a musical performance. Uh I you know, oh, yeah. as as Frank Sinatra. Yeah. I mean Uh, i've been it's, it's the holiday season i tend to listen a little bit more frank sinatra than normal which is like i mean i don't usually listen to frank sinatra if you want me to be honest but uh during the holiday season i'll listen to a little bit more i don't know why it just gives me that kind of uh you know holiday buzz but anyways uh i think this is definitely an interesting um interesting concept for a movie and i guess the direction that they're going with it where uh you know Frank Sinatra is going to be a, 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 a apparently a pretty decently large character in this movie, um, so I'm very curious and uh, interested as to you know how they're going to pull this off and and what they're going to do with uh, Frank Sinatra as a character in you know historical film.
0: Flex,
2: how did Scott staff get this? Like who how who does he know? Like he, I just don't know. I don't know how he somehow got this over. I don't know, like, Harry Styles, who's been, like, out and about in, like, the acting scene.
0: Harry Styles would be a great Sinatra, but, if, yeah. but it's obviously an older Sinatra here. I don't know if
1: Harry Styles has a no, Sinatra I'm just, sound.
0: I'm just thinking. Well, I didn't <laughs> think Scott Scott Staff- either. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I can't even imagine. Yeah, on, yeah. Can you imagine yeah. that voice? Like, fly me to the moon. <laughs> are we gonna, are, is he going to be able to pull that off? I don't know. But at the same time, like, Creed... They were on like a 15-year hiatus. There's been like rumors of a reunion tour. Let me know it's when that happens. And let me know Wait, when didn't that happens. didn't they come out with Sign an album this year?
1: Did they? I think what? they did. I think what? Creed came out with an album There's this
0: year. There's been something on social media. We, okay, we, a new, we have a new intro for the show.
1: Uh, no, I think I'm good. <laughs>
0: Okay. Just Wait. No. Our... Never
1: mind. Never mind. I, that was fake news I read on Twitter. But I'm like, sure. what
0: I was news. gonna say he took a 15 year hiatus from Creed. What's he been doing this entire time? Right? He, I don't think he's had much like solo work. Private he's concerts with be- and others. <laughs> he's becoming right a world class actor this entire time, and he's breaking on the scene 15 years later this Frank Sinatra. That's a hell of a narrative.
2: But all right. So to be clear on that, Harry Styles, what I was saying with that one is that he's finally he's like getting prominent acting roles now after starting obviously as a singer but like mm-hmm. Scott like he's done rocks. no movies like any prominent roles like he's been out and now he's gonna play Frank Sinatra in a Ronald Reagan movie like that's insane and not even talking about Ronald Reagan Dennis Quaid he last like good movie he's been in I can't name it yeah I don't all those, know all those like goody two-shoe movies no, I've used that twice this podcast that's a record but like that one about the dog coming back in different as a different dog form you know and then finally recognizing him when he's older you know, as a I don't even dog. know what that is. Do you, you remember that about? movie?
0: What is it? What's the name it. of it? I like. I literally can't name a movie Dennis Quaid's been in recently. He might have been in a Disney sports movie from like the mid two thousands, other than The Rookie. I just, I just, I just don't remember anything he's been in recently at all. Oh, I think I've seen something with Dennis Quaid recently.
2: He.
1: That doesn't mean that it was. <laughs> that doesn't mean that it was new. But...
2: A dog's journey.
1: Oh, a dog's purpose.
2: A dog's journey. The oh, dogs I think it's a dog's
1: purpose. Also, you need to no, get. No, by no, the way, no, by, no, by no, the way, no. you need to get called out for repeatedly saying uh "Phantom of the Menace" last week. So we were oh, talking about the Phantom Menace. That's on And, me. then, and, then, and then you brushed, well, it, you off. You brushed, you brushed
0: like, it off. Yeah, you're getting Hand mixed up. up with what,
1: Phantom of the Opera.
0: Like, <laughs> <what>? hands up. My hands up. That was a tough look. That was a tough look.
1: Phantom of the Menace.
0: Hey, the acolyte. They confirmed it's only fifty years before it. See, once again, now we now Ricky trying to divert right now. For that's the phantom huge news. That's only it's only fifty years before. That's huge
2: news. That yeah, so we what Darth Plagueis? Dude, it's gonna be like uh only fifty years. Like Yoda Oh man. I can't wait stay on
0: task here. We gotta stay on task here. So okay. Scott Stapp. <laughs> Scott Stapp. Sorry. that's big. That's massive. Hopefully that you can large. take this movie higher.
2: But, yeah, um, but it was a dog's <laughs> journey. It was a dog's journey.
0: And it's a dog's believe... purpose. No, what? it's not. Re- Stop saying Flicks, it. Flicks, give me another movie that he's been in recently.
1: Like it's a dog's that I know. purpose. I'm looking at his. You're uh, wrong. I'm uh, looking at his at IMDb right now. It's, it's, it's a dog's, dog's
2: journey, 2019.
1: Oh, there, I was guess he it's... in two two dog uh, movies? It's, yeah, it's the sequel. It's a sequel. No,
2: what's this? Dennis Quaid, sequel? big dog guy. What are you yeah, talking about? A dog's about?
1: purpose was the first one to come out. It came out in 2017.
0: Wait, wait, is a dog's purpose the sequel? To, no, to one of them. yes it is. Oh.
2: What are you talking about? Look at his IMDb! I'm looking at it right now. Oh, yeah, that oh you're right. Oh yeah. Richie Flip admits he's wrong. Purpose. God, I'm I'm on a tough stretch here, folks. <laughs> That's a
0: check for Nez.
2: That's two strikes. Up
0: one on the board. <laughs> two strikes. You better be careful. Richie. Well, Reagan
2: biopic will be sick.
0: Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be that cast kind of sucks.
2: It All right. Well, I, I would only—I so cool. literally would
0: only watch it to watch
2: Scott Stapp sing. The movie itself might not be great, but it might be cool to watch. Like like, like, like Dennis
0: Quaid, I don't mind, but it's like everybody else in that movie. Like Johnny Drama is in this movie. Talk about people that haven't been relevant for a long time. But like,
2: it might be entertaining and
0: cool. <laughs> Hopefully, see. all have phenomenal cabs in this one.
1: Glad, glad to see Vinny Chase's brother finally getting some roles <laughs> in Hollywood. There we
0: go. There we <laughs> go. <laughs> all right, but uh, so Reagan. Coming soon, starring Scott Stapp. And if he wins the Oscar, I or he goes to the Oscars somehow if this movie does well, he's got to like reenact the Thanksgiving performance halftime, where they got to have the guy flying, the bald guy flying across the Oscar stage, glorious. During higher best halftime show of all time, one of the best. Uh, that's like my favorite old clip that gets rehashed on the timeline. Are they big enough?
2: Like they should do a Super Bowl. Are they big enough to do a Super Bowl or no? Not even close. No i don't think they're They're big enough to do a reunion creed
0: the (laughs) super bowl how sick would that be i don't think creed's played the super Bowl.
2: i know like you have michael jackson and i I would be on board uh, weekend but that would be awesome to have like a creed reunion at the Super super bowl halftime show what are you talking? There's
1: I would take so many other reunions over a Creed reunion at the Super Bowl. Oh my but god! like
2: you just imagine like the intro of like the guy flying across. The, oh.
1: Yeah, what they did at the Cowboys game in
0: like yeah. 2003. That's, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. That's what we want. To, I want to see that performance reenacted at the Oscars.
2: And like imagine they did they did it um not the Super Bowl but the next one when there's actually people there. So it's like the everyone coming back and it's the guy flying across to start the show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. That'd be hilarious. Uh, So that does it for the checkup this week. Uh, I'm going to throw it back to Nez for our review of Klaus.
1: Thank you very much, Dr. O. Um, Now begins our review of Klaus. It's a Netflix original animated movie. Uh, and it's a Christmas movie. Um, that may just be a new Christmas classic. I know it came out last year. Uh, it's basically about a, a postman that comes from a privileged life. Uh, he basically forms an unlikely friendship with this man named Klaus, who happens to be huge and has a massive white beard. Uh, yeah. and basically, the whole premise is, um, in order for uh this you know rich kid, what's his name, a Jesper. To get out of this really crappy town that his father's dropped him off in, he has to send as many, you know, uh, letters, letters as possible. So he basically comes up with the concept of Santa. It's almost like an origin story for Santa or something like that, Um, that I honestly just found I found it very entertaining. Uh, I actually watched this movie for the first time last year. I went upstairs and my nieces were watching it. Um, and basically what ended up happening is my nieces ended up going and playing in their room and I was sitting there just kind of glued to my screen, just watching this whole thing unfold. Uh, I loved this movie. I think it's a really cool, unique spin on, uh, Christmas and, you know, I guess the history of Christmas or Christmas movies. Uh, I think the Christmas movie industry was ripe for, uh, you know, a new really high quality movie because they pump out like 20 a year and 20 are usually 19 or 20 are usually bad. But last year's Klaus, I, I would have to say I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Uh, How do you guys feel?
2: No, I agree with that. This is a great uh, twist on Christmas, Uh, Christmas, like the origin story of Santa Claus. And, some people that might not like it because it's it like Klaus and it starts with a K, but I think that just makes it even more unique. The thing that I think that takes it back a little bit is it was on Netflix and that you should say, oh, that means more people can see it. Sure. But it just wasn't publicized as much as like a, a movie, like a major box office movie that would be at released in theaters. And I think that actually hurt it, even with a great cast as, as it has and a great movie as it is. It's just – I feel like it should have been pumped more and publicized more, especially as an Oscar-nominated film. Arguably should have won Best uh, Animated uh, Movie. Yeah, lost to Toy
0: Story 4. Lost to Toy Story 4. Boys, this movie was freaking phenomenal. I loved Klaus right Mm -hmm. uh the origin i I, like the origin was like the story was so clever like when the origin uh, on the origin of santa having me related to the mail delivery system um and this one i wrote a blog about it i said klaus is should be in the pantheon of christmas classics upper tier okay Mm -hmm. this should be on recycled through the family christmas movie set every year wow this movie has everything you need out of a christmas classic it has uh, that heartwarming story, and then also it's radiating with the Christmas spirit. And it, it's, either you see that transformation for Jesper into this selfish person, into one that's caring for all people with the help of Klaus as kind of his mentor. And to so see that relationship between him and Klaus was a beautiful thing to see. Um, I also got to bring up the song from this movie. My God, so good. The, I, like the voice of an angel. I got. Well, I it's gotta figure what was the name of the? I got. I have it up here. The, the song. What is the song? Flix, you know? No. Come
2: You're on. You're the one that's like.
0: I know. I'm looking obsessed for. Obsessed it. with it. Yeah, you I, I, you I put it on Spotify. On is, oh, oh, it's invisible. That should have been nominated for an Oscar for best original song. It's only this did get I one mean,
2: Oscar nom. For
0: Zara Zara mm-hmm. Larson is her name. That. Like I, when that song was playing and I got like towards the end of the movie, like my heart, I just felt it. It was like the Grinch, like just like per- bursting out of my chest. And it was, it was so nice. And I, I just made it fit the vibe of the movie. And uh, yeah, not to mention the animation for this thing was also spectacular. Oh,
2: the vis- The visual effects were phenomenal. Yeah. And also very different than like a normal animated movie that you're accustomed to. And being Netflix's first animated full feature film that made it even more impressive
0: hundred percent like klaus like the way the he beard. looked oh. yeah he just looked like that burly like kind of a badass santa not in the same vein as like mel gibson's fat man that came out but he's just like a tough lumberjack dude and you could tell like he's just like he, he's a warm heart even though he comes off cold hard in the beginning and then the the uh voice from jk simmons perfect lined up amazingly perfect. with the animation and it just shows like he J, like jk simmons is one of the best like voices in the game like he, he's like one of the best voice actors he always puts on like the, like his right. delivery and how he says things even when he's in live action it's just always on point and he like he was a perfect santa claus here
2: yeah and like joan kuzak was a great like nemesis like voice the yeah. the bat the person that led the families the, that joined together the
0: rivaling families the there. rivaling
2: families she's the one that led like trying to take down Klaus and Jesper she was phenomenal that, that her voice was perfect for that and Schwartzman like Jason Schwartzman is a good Jesper like he's a funny dude mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
2: it was easy to follow he was good as well
0: he fit that well too like the, the the voice match the voice matching up with the animation I thought was great like the overall production yeah. of this was I think it just swept under the rug this came out last year. No one talks about this enough. That's right. why I that's wrote. The, I that's saying. why I wrote the blog. Like this <laughs> movie deserves to be talked about. Yeah. Okay. And I will make sure it's on. I'm. I'm. I'm doing a to preview the blog this week. I'm doing a it's coming out tomorrow. A top ten of the uh, best Christmas movies. Right. Best Christmas movies. And sur- like no surprise, this one's going to be on it. Little teaser there. But
2: like. Look at what we talked about last week with Disney Investor Day, and you've seen what Disney's doing with Soul right now and that uh, advertising and trying to show you, like, hey, this is going to be on Disney Plus Christmas Day. Go watch it. Like, you did not get that from Netflix at all with this movie, and especially being their first animated film, and it was a nomination for an Oscar, and they still didn't do that? Like, not even close to what Disney's doing right now? Uh, Pixar. They didn't promote
0: this
1: at
2: all. Yeah, like, I just don't still understand it. Especially how much money they just spend. They on- didn't.
1: They didn't pr- promote it to you guys. I mean, you have the marketing is very targeted but these soul days. But it's not older. being
2: targeted to me. But I'm
0: seeing it all over the place.
1: Oh, interesting. I don't know. That's true. That's yeah. true.
0: So, where's this rank among you, for you guys? Like, are are you guys ready to call this a Christmas classic? Are you uh, waiting it out a little bit? Or do you think it doesn't belong alongside those uh, Christmas vacations? Along those Home Alone one and two. Is it, do you think it's going to be in that pantheon someday?
1: Um, I love the word Pantheon, by the way. I've used it twice record. already. I know. It's great. I'm um, Smith
2: over there. Oh, I know.
1: Seriously, stuff. you got a word of the day calendar over there or something. Um, no, it's great. Pantheon. Keep using great word. Uh, I'm not ready to put it up there quite yet. I would say it's a very high quality Christmas movie. Um, I think the definition of a Christmas classic is one that I watch over uh, multiple and multiple Christmases. Mm-hmm. I've watched it two Christmases in a row. When I watch it next year, maybe I'll begin to start to consider it. I think it's just got to be repetitive, like drilled into your brain. Like I'm I'm, like, I know at some point I'm going to watch A Christmas Story this year. And at some point I'm going to watch Home Alone 2 a year, uh, this year. Those are my two favorites. Uh, So, you know, that's in the pantheon for me. Um, You know, once I get to Baby. three, four, five years of Klaus, uh, you know, we can open the pantheon up to <laughs> Klaus.
2: No, I agree with Nez that it's, I think it just needs years to develop, right? You have the hallmarks that he was mentioning, and those those you're just accustomed to now. It's, those are just, all right, with September 1st hits, I got to watch these movies. This one will cut to that, but now I just feel like there's a little recency bias from watching it and saying, wow, this is so cool, unique story. I want to watch this because it's not going to just be a repeat of what I know about Santa Claus, something new. And also, I'll, I'll say this, I didn't like how they didn't utilize J.K. Simmons more. Like they utilized his voice, like the first 45 minutes of the film, only a few times. They didn't really have that until the second half of the film to later to the like last third of the movie, they really utilized JK Simmons. I think that was a a drawback to this movie. I think they could have developed that relationship a lot earlier. And I know that was kind of like the aura around Klaus, how he was secluded, but I think they could have gotten to that sooner. And the reason, the reason why I'm, I'm also hesitant to make it a, a, part of the pantheon, as you are describing it, Dr. O is because of Christmas movie with Santa Claus, Santa Claus should be like the most prominent figure, not necessarily the main character, but like the character that, all right, that's a great Santa Claus. I think this is a good Santa Claus, but it's just not that same like lure that I get with other ones. I don't know. I just, I'm not as like attractive to this Santa Claus as in like, I don't know, like a Santa Claus is coming to, town to Santa or, Claus. Uh,
0: You know what I mean? Like he's I mean, pretty good looking in this movie. Big burly guy. Give yeah. a lot of Shan
1: Yu, uh, sh- yeah, Shan Yu vibes from, uh, from Mulan. You know, like the home. Oh, oh wow. His like body. Call. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that this is a good Christmas movie. It definitely has a, a very classic Christmas story uh, in it where it's like secluded loner that has like some like, you know, a sad story. Uh, You know, ends up teaming up with somebody who's a selfish person uh, and not exactly a good person or in the Christmas spirit. And then by the end, you know, they show each other the Christmas glory and they're all and happily.
0: That sounds pretty unique to me. What do you mean? Have you like, stayed... like this whole story? I thought I thought it was clever. Like I, I like him as a, like using Ke- Kevin McAllister.
1: Kevin McAllister. Yeah, uh, he's a selfish little kid. He's kind of a brat. Yeah. And every movie he okay. ends oh, up, so you're up saying with like... a secluded okay. loner, and they both you know cheer like up back... and have the Christmas. Uh, okay,
2: spirit.
0: so okay, I, I see what you're saying.
2: The background, like that's plot just one of example. this movie, like the the origin story of Santa Claus. Like that's like the back the background plot and that's what's unique, but the same mm-hmm. underlying, like, plot, like, core plot points are, like, kind of similar to, like, other Christmas movies, like, with the, what he was saying with Kevin McCow.
0: Yeah, no, I, I understand what he's saying now.
2: Yeah. Might be. But that, that's what makes it, like, connect, like, able to connect to the audience and what makes it such a great film. It has, it, like, complements both of those storylines, like, so well. The clever uniqueness of it, and then also the the hallmark, uh, like, the the – Plot points that you've seen before, but it still connects to the unique story. So, kind of like the
0: formula for a good Christmas movie sounds like that, you know? Yeah, exactly. The formula for a Christmas movie. Exactly. Uh, and they all encap- enca- like encapsulate, encapsulate, yeah. right? Uh, the Christmas spirit. So, I mean, I'm going to be watching this nonstop every year. December watch 20- I'll watch it, I would say, three times. Three times in December. Three times a year. Wow. Three times in one month. That's so, a lot. At does for Clause. We got we got any scores here?
1: Yeah, I'm not going first. Ricky Flicks go first. Ninety three. art Ninety three
2: for me. I wanted to go higher, but again, with my J.K. Simmons point could have utilized them more, I believe. And also, I thought that the ending was a little quick and abrupt. And especially yeah. like the relationship with the teacher and Jesper. Yeah, like predictable I just, Rashida Jones. Yeah, but not only predictable, but you eventually when she starts using her own money to like help build the school and like actually teach instead of just cutting fish it's like that could have been like more uh, more explored and I, I,
0: I like that aspect of the movie
2: i did as well it's just like it was just quick that relationship quickly developed out of nowhere like i don't know i just thought it was very quick it's just like the ending so those two were kind of big drawbacks for me and the santa claus aspect that i mentioned earlier
0: those two had like a little bit of a santa claus coming to town vibes with chris kringle and his girl
2: yeah, just not as explored upon, like, that movie. That was, like, really a part of the movie. This wasn't as
1: much. hmm Okay. Uh, I'll uh, give it a 90, personally.
0: 90? I'm yeah. Going, so I'm going to go 95. Fire movie. 95. Rock solid. Rock
1: right. solid. We're going to watch it three times a year, apparently.
0: Three times in one month. Three times in one month, yeah.
1: Three times a month for one <laughs> month.
0: Maybe maybe <laughs> do a little Maybe do a little Christmas in July and throw it on there. Oh, okay. After sounds it, sounds good. Sounds good. Down.
1: All right, all right. Well, that concludes our review of claws. I think it's time to throw it over to Ricky Flicks for our main event top billing. Everybody's favorite segment. Ricky Flicks, take it away.
2: Thank you, Nez. So today's top billing. We're doing a snake style, sneak draft style for today's top billing. So no one could have the same. Uh, pick okay everyone's has to have a different uh no one can repeat uh the same item okay we're doing movie items you'd want for christmas and this is in homage because it's christmas week and instead of being like a normal movie podcast that's not unique where you're just saying oh best christmas movies we're doing something unique so best movie items that you'd want for christmas so to determine the first pick i will spin the wheel with our names on it and whoever it points to 1st we'll get the first pick and then I'll spin it again. Whoever gets a second, second pick, and then whoever's left gets the third pick. All right. Here we go. And it's spinning.
0: Anticipation's killing me. Yeah. I need the number one pick here. Nez.
2: Nez yes! oh, first pick. The second pick. No. This is a slow wheel. I should have used the other one I used the other time. <sighs> Dr. O. Crap, I had the last pick. Oh,
0: I'm always the second pick. I'm always the second pick. I never get a pick back-to-back with you guys.
2: <laughs> wait, you had the first pick for the uh, Adam Sandler one, right? Yeah, it was like five episodes ago. That, that's
1: a crappy one to have a first pick. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, yeah. This Except is, there, we this is get a crappy premier. one. Oh, Shooter oh, shoot and shoot, shoot, that, shoot, that was a true, layup. True,
1: yeah. true, 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 true,
2: true. Alright, well, Nez, start us off. For first overall pick, movie item that you'd want for Christmas.
1: Okay, this one was an easy one, I think. Um, I went with uh, the Click remote from Click um that's that's an that's an all-time one being able to stop time being able to rewind fast forward imagine being able to fast forward through the dmv line like that would be so powerful mm-hmm. like fast forward through the drive-through line on a late night that would be incredible being able to pause time being able to you know rewind and kind of redo something um this is kind of a theme i have another thing on my list here that i'm all that's also a little bit related um Actually, I actually have another two things that are on this list that are a little bit related to that. Time travel is something that I'm very interested, apparently. Mm, um, nice. But yeah, my first overall pick is the remote from Click.
0: I like the pick. It was on my big board, but at the same time, I was also thinking, like, if I use it, am I going to end up like Adam Sandler in that movie? That's a little scared of. Yeah, well, he kept you- skipping through important parts of his life. That was kind of yeah,
1: funny. yeah, exactly. Well, you have to, you know, be able to wield the power right. With great power comes great responsibility. John yeah, so Kennedy
0: if thing, you right? if you use it to like wait in line, like that's a great that's a great tool. Oh yeah. As long as you're not skipping through, like you can find like a lot of little small uses that won't affect your life in the future. I, oh I, yeah. I, I like that. As long as you're using it properly. Absolutely. Just great be, power yeah. comes great responsibility. Uncle Ben.
2: I just think of every time I think of click, like you're like every time I think of click, I think of how fat he gets. And then also <laughs> just like when he's uh, David Hasselhoff, when he's hitting him with the golf club and he's mm-hmm. running wow! the
0: base. And yeah, like hit
2: by a train.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's like a Christopher Walken dancing. Oh,
1: he's a good could, like, like bad
0: scientist for that role. Yeah, That's actually definitely. a good
1: movie. That's a good movie. People it hate, hate the right. Sandler movies after it, a certain amount of time. but It gets you
0: like emotionally. Yeah, it, gets you. it does. The one and only like him on the ground when he's the fat guy. When it's like he oh. like has the heart attack, reaching for his son, man, man that's, that's mm-hmm. Waterworks City.
2: But yeah. good pick. First pick for Nez is the click remote. Doctor O, you have the second pick.
0: I thought I, I didn't think there's gonna be a bunch of overlapping for this. You got to get kind of creative. You can't just search on a like. A, there's no Google search for like items from a movie that you want. Uh, like there's no Google search you can do. You got to yeah. use your mind for this. Really so you got to use the noggin. I thought my number one pick was gonna be everyone's number one pick. I'm going with the Iron Man suit. That's my number 1 pick. That was on my big mm. board. Uh so just obviously like you you don't have to become a superhero superhero if you have the spite of the uh, you have the Iron Man suit, you go flying and like you could destroy stuff and like you just look like the man as long as you keep it all polished and nice. Uh the only question is I don't know where I'd keep it in my house. Uh, my house isn't that big, so I'd have to like store it somewhere maybe in my own garage for it. But Iron Man suit easy number 1 uh first round pick no doubter. So
1: Interesting. Well Interesting. Well, like we said before, with great power comes great responsibility. What happens Girl. when there's like a hostage situation? The police are like, hey, you got the Iron Man suit, right? It's oh, a, yeah, a, responsibility. Responsibility. Um, a lot of responsibility. man. You know,
0: I, I, think, I think I have the character to be a superhero. And I think if I have the suit, like Tony, Tony Stark wasn't this big Jack guy. I think I, I, I think I have more muscles than Tony Stark did when he first got the suit. That's true. But maybe I have more potential than Tony Stark ever did.
1: Okay, all right. No, 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 now, take no, no it easy I'm,
0: there. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You guys, <laughs> now you're just getting ridiculous. No, he's got yeah. the brains. You need brains, but I, but I don't got have to have all the brains because I have the suit. Like it's already made. You know? True. Hmm.
1: True. All right. Great pick. Yeah. So Any so more have to comments? Be able
0: to wield it well. Like know what you're doing. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to come out with like a come with an instruction manual. <laughs> really no, And Jarvis, I don't know if Jarvis will help you out there, but eh, oh, you know, be so sick. If I Paul Bettany my ear. At all times, yeah,
2: he has a great voice. like
0: actual Paul Bettany. Like I could have him at any time. I'm like Paul, I need you, Jarvis, let's go. Mm. He's actually talking to me.
2: That's hilarious. But all right, well, good pick. So Doctor O's first pick is the Iron Man suit. Now I get a little back to back here. So with my first pick, I'm going with the Back to the Fu- Back to the Future the hoverboard. Nice that's a classic Christmas gift. Like so, like kids get skateboards all the time. They ask for bikes a hoverboard would be sweet. Mm-hmm. Like I, the way Marty McFly uses it. I think, I feel like that's just phenomenal. Like that's just what every kid like dreams of. If I grew up in the eighties and I saw back to the future too, and I saw him doing like going on the hoverboard, I would want one immediately. And it's kind of realistic now in 2020, like to get one. Like it's, it's pretty like, it's not like crazy. Like, uh, Iron well, Man's not going to like get that, one, but yeah, I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I think a hoverboard is a, like an easy, like slam dunk pick for this draft. <laughs>
0: They have, like, the hoverboards that came out a couple years ago with the two wheels, except they don't actually float. But uh, I know Nez and I's roommate uh, got one, and we all used it to travel to classes in college, Mm -hmm. and that was sick. But I remember first trying to navigate one of them, and I was in the living room, and I literally almost shattered our TV. I was, like, going (laughs) back and forth a million miles an hour. I was like, oh, 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 and then eventually I just, like, ate it so hard I fell on my butt. And I knew yeah. just destroyed this. That was TV hilarious.
1: Guy. Back in the day, we would all be sitting, it would be five people sitting around watching TV and one person on the hoverboard, just doing like figure eights in the living room, just going past the TV, yeah. you know, for like two months when we got it, it was hilarious.
0: And like, like be kids, we wouldn't even be doing anything. And then pe- people would just be flying on the hoverboard for an hour, mm-hmm. like in the house, just going I everywhere. Know. It, was like so it, it was so fun. Our,
1: our floors were all skidded up from the hardboard, from the, from the wheels.
0: Yeah, sorry, John the Landlord. (laughs) All right, well, Ricky Flicks, I picked
2: Hoverboard from Back to the Future as my first pick. Now Mm. my second pick, I think this is where I'm struggling. I think Hoverboard, that was the first thing I thought of. That was, like I said, a slam dunk. And staying with that theme, I'm going the shoes from Like Mike.
1: Don't!
2: I I I think that, like, first off, those shoes are fire. I'm a big board. And two... To be able to play basketball like Michael Jordan? Are you kidding me? I think this is easy. Michael Jordan, like, imagine, like, being in those shoes and not, have, like, actually having them break. That would be phenomenal. I believe you. Like,
1: my yeah.
0: shoes, my second pick. I want that bad. That,
1: that was easily my second pick as well. I thought I was going
0: to sneak. That was my number three. I was, I was hoping I was going to sneak that one in there. Yeah.
1: Uh, I thought, oh my goodness.
0: wow. All right. And, like, right. Uh, and especially, like I, I was like, I was loving that because I'm a shorter guy. If I had the ability to dunk, throw like, yeah, the legs be great dunk. to dunk.
2: Even just like once. Maybe I make it to the league. Like, imagine like you were just—I uh, don't know, like like how he got like uh, how he got famous or whatever. Uh, like at the half dunk, like dunking in mm-hmm. front of the fans, like just being able to do that. Like not even like happening to go in the NBA, but you go spiral like that. That would be
0: sick. No, that'd be I hilarious. If you were like like it, they had like the trampoline set up, and you're like, nah, I don't need that trampoline. Right, and you like dunk over like Dwight Howard or dunk. some shit or something.
1: Oh my god, yeah, that'd be crazy.
2: But that'd be like, hilarious. But like Mike Shoes, my second pick, Dr. O, back to you.
0: Great pick. Uh I'm gonna go with a lightsaber. I want a lightsaber. <laughs> you guys I are want- just tearing up my whole top five. I, I, like I, I I need a lightsaber. That I mean, I have an Iron Man suit. Imagine if I got a lightsaber and an Iron Man suit for Christmas. Are you kidding me? Like if I had a lightsaber, I would chop like I like first of all, no more saw on trees. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like that'd be like I, my my dad would just call me like Dave I need to bring the lightsaber over I need to cut down some trees in the back <laughs> you know, I and mean, I would run on over like, I'd be happy to you know and then oh I need to get rid of this stump I go and then, and I have an ultimate like I don't even need to have a gun like I don't need to have to get get a license I would have a lightsaber.
1: Yeah, like you just deflect bullets.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would. Obviously, there might. Hopefully, there comes a uh, instruction manual with <laughs> it, so I uh, know how to use it safely, how to put it on safety. Well, but, you're not a Jedi. Um,
2: so you think, you think the Force?
1: It? You think the Force has an instruction manual?
0: God, I'll just I have to focus well. on the energy. Right, forces. The Force is an energy. I'll just have to try and channel. You're gonna be like, Finn get out of here, broomstick boy. To you're
2: gonna be like Finn.
0: No, I'm not Finn. Finn. Well, all right. Here's the important that's, question with that's this. an
2: insult. So, I this was on my big board. I think the important question is what color is like. What's your color?
0: Dude, okay, I'm, it's obviously it's, it's a debate m- between green or red.
2: To debate. No, I it's white blue. I, you don't like light blue? No. What really? I don't. I don't want light blue.
0: I think I want green. I think I want a green one. I want Luke Skywalker. No, I want was, his lightsaber. Well, he also like like.
2: I don't. Light blue is pretty cool.
0: It, it looks cool, but I think of like the oh, young Obi Wan. I want like. Green is like, like uh, I would yeah, pick green as I well, just for the record. But I can't
2: it. toss out like you. I don't.
0: I won't disregard like blue. I think green is like the first color I think of when I think of a Star Wars lightsaber. Then or I think of red. Yeah. Think well, first of all, you, you, I'm not being associated with the dark side. I I
1: wouldn't want there. I don't know like which which lightsaber would you want? I would personally want like Darth either Maul. Darth Maul's yeah. or um. Oh, that's too dangerous. Count Do- uh, Count Dooku's. He's got oh. the curved one. That one's pretty cool. I
0: feel like if I had Darth Maul's, I would just like slice my arm off. Well, like, it's X
1: actually multi because if Kylo you watch- Ren would be sick. Yeah, Kylo Kylo Ren's is cool, a little dangerous. The good thing about Darth Maul's is you could use it like a like a regular lightsaber because if you see, he only he activates True. one first and then the other second
2: yeah what, you know what? The that's so long when he hits that, that second is the answer Niz. no no yeah. yeah
0: i like that but, but you picked
2: green that's yours
0: electric moment no you can't do multiple light I'm my not, pick I, dude, is I just got lightsaber. Darth maul. no no can't that's do joke. that no it's a joke. veto 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 it's a joke. but it's a that joke. electric that moment in, hey hey ricky, <laughs> ricky flicks in the in the phantom of the menace right where he had <laughs> where he had darth maul light up one side then like after that electric moment he just hits the other one and the whole crowd just like that was <gasps> electric moment yeah but uh I'm going to take lightsaber number two pick. Awesome.
2: Yeah. Great pick. Awesome. All right, Nez. Is, is, do I have a back-to-back right now? Yep.
0: You get double. Awesome.
1: One. Okay. So my first pick on my back-to-back picks uh, is an invisibility cloak from – or the invisibility cloak from Harry Potter. Um, that would be so powerful, so useful. You could spy on people. You can get around. Uh, nobody would notice. Uh, could you imagine you just like, you know, you can cut an entire line. A lot of like clearly I have an issue with lines because this is where most of this comes to, you know, <laughs> cutting lines, but I would just cut an entire line or if there was a long line at Burger King or something. I'm just throwing my invisibility cloak. I'm grabbing a whopper large fries and a large onion rings. And I'm putting it under the invisibility cloak and I'm hightailing it out of there. You can get a lot of free stuff like that. You put a big bet on the super bowl. You were not there in your invisibility cloak and you, <laughs> and you trip Malcolm Butler before he, he, you know, catches an interception at the goal line. And, and then you save the day. You know what I mean? You can literally can, you can have so much
2: power. Tough to carry though. You don't want to carry a cloak around with you.
1: Oh, I'll carry a cloak around with me if it's winning me bets
2: left and right. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't want to carry a cloak around with me all the time.
0: It was, that's a great pick. It was. It's definitely my top five. It was my number you know. four.
2: Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah. Invisibility well, cloak, Harry Potter. Well, and that's still at you. What's your number three?
1: My number three uh, is the the neutralizer from Men in Black. Nice. Uh, the thing wow. where basically, you know, you know what I'm talking about. The it's the yeah, thing. The memory. You, you, uh, yeah it deletes people's memories for the last hour that's a good whatever. one i didn't think of yeah that. yeah in that case i would storm into burger king and i would deliberately just steal all the food and then hit them with the neutralizer and then walk out and then i still can. get free burgers onion rings and french fries so uh, at that point uh, i'd
0: have to put on my iron man suit and catch you for stealing <laughs> <laughs> with your lightsaber that, at that point my as soon as you <laughs> caught me for stealing i would
1: i would neutralize you and do the neutralizer so yeah or i okay. Or if you tried to catch me, I would just turn. I would just put on my invisibility cloak, and you wouldn't be able to find me.
0: We're getting deep here. Boom. Invisibility cloak. <laughs> All valid. Points. The
1: neutralizer okay. for Men in Black. Those are picks two and pick three for Naz. All right. All right, Doctor Rowe goes to you. Your third
0: pick. Okay, this is where I'm getting into like ones. Um, meh, We'll see. Uh, like uh, that's like maybe some stuff I can actually obtain. And I'm going to go with one that's a piece of clothing. That's not an invisibility cloak. I'm going to go with, because a lot of times w- w- as you get older, you get clothes for Christmas. And you're looking for like fly pieces of clothing. Of course. And so I'm going to take the scorpion jacket from Drive. Ooh. I want that jacket. Mm. Uh, fire jacket. Gosh, God rocks it. I think I could rock it even better. I'll put it in a uh, closet next to my Iron Man suit and uh, next to my mantle that has my lightsaber on it. I think it adds some diversity to my list. It's not just all technological equipment. And I think it's like the best looking jacket I could think of from a movie. So I want the Scorpion jacket from Drive. Number three pick.
2: Mm. Did you guys, not to kind of shift it, but on the same kind of idea, did you see the stills from Coming Home, uh, Coming to America 2, with mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy wearing the Mets jacket?
0: Yeah. I will
2: going to see you this week. That was mm-hmm. pretty cool.
0: Then the, bar- the barbershop... Uh, yeah that's gonna, too. Be, that's, that's, gonna that's gonna be a great scene. scene
2: yeah but good pick i like that pick i didn't think of that either dang that's a good one but uh all right well it comes to me i get two in a row here oh, it's, this is this is difficult i'm gonna go with my third pick hot tub time machine the actual hot tub not only do you get a hot tub it's also a time machine <laughs> and, like it's like you get two and one basically and it's a cool hot tub. I think that's a that's a good pick.
0: Dual usage, yeah. Dual use, time travel, and also you get a hot tub. Yeah, no brainer.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like time machines. I like hot tubs. But this is also does it come with the guy? Because like, listen, they they really had a little a lot of trouble really navigating that hot tub time machine thing. It seemed like it just wanted to teach them a lesson. So this is if you go in that hot tub, is it going to take you back in time to teach you a lesson or something like that, or can you just go wherever you want? I can go wherever I want. Okay, yeah, I guess you make the rules of the hot tub time machine.
2: Yes. Moving on. Get the manual. <laughs> Get the manual out. But, all right, and then I'm going to go back to back here. My fourth pick, I can, with my list right now, I can hoverboard. I could play basketball like Michael Jordan, and I can go anywhere and enjoy a hot tub, any place in time. Now I'm going to be able to play the guitar really well because I'm going to have the pick of Destiny from Tenacious D.
0: Oh <laughs> nice. wow! I, to that's play the a guitar good pick. Really well, that's a deep cut. That would be that's great a
2: pick,
1: literally.
0: <laughs> Ooh, how are you?
2: But uh, yeah. So I could play basketball really well. I can go anywhere in time. Enjoy a hot tub, and now play the guitar.
0: Great pick! I'm like I haven't seen that movie Excellent. in so long. It's it, that's a laugh out loud funny movie. But
2: it goes Doctor O for your fourth pick.
0: I'm gonna go sports oriented. I'm gonna go with a Wonder Boy bat from The Natural. I'm gonna go with the Wonderboy bat, so I can hit dingers all day. Uh, I gotta be careful with it because I can't have it break. But it's in the same same vein as uh, as as like Mike's shoes, right? We'll hit the ball a mile, Will possibly you know? get to the big leagues. I think. It, what it, do you it's mean, the The Wonderboy bat.
2: It's, it's a great bat, but it wasn't like it has superpowers like that
0: it was the catch. yeah basically it didn't it, 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 it was it was a grounded movie, but it kind of did have superpowers.
2: I don't know. You kind of disproved uh, disproved that with the final scene yeah, like with him. Yeah, that was like him. Uh, that
0: was like don't don't crap on my pick. It's a great bat. First of all, it has it's a great cool name, bat. The Wonder Boy, Wonder Boy bat.
2: It's a cool bat. Yes. Yeah,
0: you gotta have something sport. I'm a sports guy. I gotta have something sports oriented. You took the like Mike shoes, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna At take something. From, I'm bats. gonna take something from an actually good movie. Mm-hmm. And i uh, go with the Wonder Boy bat. Okay. All right. All right. Don't love the pick, but all right.
2: Nez, your fourth pick. And you also get your last pick, your fifth pick right after it as well. So your last two.
1: All right. All right. So uh, both of these are from the Avengers franchise, um, both of these picks. So I guess I'm, the first one I'm going to go with uh, the Edith glasses from Spider-Man 2 homecoming uh the glasses that belong to tony stark that he passes on to spider-man who then passes on to mysterio like an idiot um but that being said i would not be passing it on to anybody i would keep them and i would do really really cool stuff with them if you wanted to use me as a contractor or something my price would be a million dollars a minute and it would be up to me as long as i was it was a moral choice then i would back you up But uh, yeah, it would make me a trillionaire. Um, No big deal. And uh, also, I'd be doing a lot of cool stuff. And then moving on to my final pick uh, the Tesseract um, from Avengers. It's, you know, a lot of power. Here's the thing here's the thing. I can't, if I collected all of the Infinity Stones, I could say, you know, it's a cop out. I could say Infinity Gauntlet. But I would die, or something bad would really happen to me if I, I had have all responsibility. of them. I need you'd to probably have, die
2: having this one as well, with Loki coming to get it, or Thanos.
1: I think well, I could take Loki. Thanos is a different story. Thanos, I could, I could bargain with. I don't know. We're in a post-Thanos no, no. world have right to now. Borrow my We're in a too. post-Thanos, post-Loki world. I don't got to worry about nothing. I want the Tesseract, and the I Daniel will Jackson,
2: it. Nick Fury will be coming for you.
1: I will use it for good. I will, you know, everybody would be operating, you know, the entire power grid would be operating off of the Tesseract. And I would, you know, create a team of scientists. Um, both Elon Musk and Elon Tusk uh, would be on my science team. And, and <laughs> it's Elon Musk, but he has tusks. It's the same guy, but he has Tusk. So it's, dubbed, it's basically two Elon Musk. Uh, and they would be on my science team, and we would create a way to uh, use the Tesseract to power the world and solve global warming.
0: You like What do we think? All right. That was, that was great. Elaborate. Mm-hmm. You really thought about that one.
1: Both Elon Musk and Elon Tusk. I cannot stress that enough. That's two different people.
0: Moving on. Dr. Rowe, <laughs> your, la- your last pick here. So Flix just... Shot my confidence after three electric picks. And then in my fourth one, I go with a Wonder Boy about it. crapping all it's cool over. Bat. So I'm going to go with something. I'm going to go with something that is. I'll just say it. I'm going with the Book of Secrets from the Treasure. Treasure. <laughs> the Book Ooh. of Secrets. We got to find out what those secrets are, boys. We ended the second one. We don't know what the secrets are. I don't know if we're ever going to find out. I need that book. I got to figure out about this treasure. I need to figure out. What well, wasn't figured out in the sequel to National uh, National Treasure, and it's been a a something that's been haunting me for years. I think the movie debuted in 07 We're thirteen years out, and I still question myself before every night before I go to bed. I should say about what was in that book. So I would love to have this. I'd love to possess the Book of Secrets.
2: I wanted this one to pair with my Time Machine.
0: Mm, I wanted it so bad.
2: I really wanted it. Oh, that's a that's that hurts me.
0: We gotta find those secrets out, boys.
2: Now, now it's on me for my last pick. That was gonna be my last one.
0: I can't believe that was on your list too. I thought that was like super outside the box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, we're, we're true National Treasure fans. I tell you that. I oh, man, I want to replace one of my picks.
2: Nez... so like the invisibility cloak. I wasn't gonna say that one. I was gonna say a different one, but. I don't want to say another thing that's invisibility. Um, go for it.
1: We have three no. Avengers so I was, franchise. So if you didn't
2: say that, I would have picked the Ring of Mordor from Lord of the Rings because that's easier to carry around. That's why I was mm. hinting at that. Um, but I'm going to go with – Can't It's destroyed. Uh, with uh, – I think – I feel like I need a car. I need something. Transportation besides a hoverboard. I want something a little stylish and edgy for my older self. So from Ferris Bewer's Day Off, the 1961 Ferrari
0: oh nice that's a red sick. ferrari
2: sick car classic can't have that exact one though. i don't know what else to say except it's an unbelievable car
1: mm-hmm. it's a beautiful that, car though. it's a beautiful car it's a classic yeah that's a good choice that's a good choice i would love to have that mm-hmm. for christmas you don't need to time travel or do right. anything crazy like that if you just have a sick you just get a sick car i mean why not why it's a ferrari it's it's a classic it's right. beautiful why not? Yeah, I totally get that.
0: Stay a little grounded. Take a take a Ferrari. Yeah, you don't have to, you know, <laughs> no, I, fix I like global warming
1: like I did. But I guess you could just get a car and contribute to it.
2: Well,
0: <laughs> <You're a little laughs>
2: selfish. <laughs> uh, that rounds out our so, list. there's I like I like, have I, like, that, that scene. I, we all... Yeah,
0: I got a couple. Well, I just wanted to talk about the car for a sec. I got to talk all about right, that car. For, like that—that's one of my favorite scenes in Ferris Bueller. Maybe one of my favorite scenes ever. It's when he destroys the car and he's in disbelief and he's like right. ranting about his dad. That was like one of the not so it's somewhat relatable to anybody who's had frustrations with their father and Mm -hmm. and that's just and that's like al uh, was alan ruck that's scene stealer in that one but yeah Yeah. let's go on to uh, honorable rex what were you saying those
1: yeah uh i'm just gonna list my honorable mentions i guess we can go around the table so i had the delorean time machine um from back to the future that was a car but it's also Mm -hmm. a time machine we had enough time time travel on our uh on our, on our top billing list, so I, I decided to leave it off. Another was uh, a pack of red apple cigarettes. I don't know why I see them in all of, the, all of the Tarantino movies, and they look so appetizing. I'm not even a cigarette smoker, but I would just want to have them because then nobody else would have them, and I would. Um, yeah, uh, and then finally, uh, The World is Your Statue from Scarface uh it's iconic it's it's classy it's classic it's beautiful Uh, i would want it in my home somewhere but the thing is if i did get that for christmas my home is way too small and not as grand as his so i would need to find a place to put it so that's why i left it off my top five but uh yeah that those are my honorable mentions
0: those are nice uh i like those picks uh other honorable mentions i had batmobile surprised that was never that wasn't taken wow yeah if i if i if i i really butchered my number 4 pick i should have put batmobile that would have been money but yeah that one uh, turbo man uh, like it's one of the most rare toys like how like what maybe the most famous like buzz action Lightyear. figure buzz light year something like that like the rider thing. BB gun the toy soldier
2: uh, toys would be cool but also small, small soldiers And then,
0: yeah, small soldiers that'd be a little dangerous. (laughs) Major Chip Hazard, (laughs) Yikesos. Um, and then going back to the Batmobile, if you guys, if someone took Batmobile, you have to specify which one, which Batmobile would you take? True, Mm. I'm taking the 1960s Batmobile.
2: See, that's the if you're going for style, you go for that one, but if you want like just that's like a great, a great car, you got to go with the new one.
0: Yeah, but the, I, the dark oh, yeah, but one. I, also, I, yeah. I can't be taken like the. it's It's an army, that's an army yeah. tank. I want to be able to drive it. Yeah, you can drive that anywhere.
1: You can literally drive over other cars, but that, that, that would take up three
2: parking spots. And it's also. Man. Yeah, 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 but it's also a motorcycle. I think that's
0: the drive-through. Who dare you?
1: It's pretty sick, and it has like an AI
0: computer in it. Mm. Mm. That is sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just go for the, I guess more of the style and cruising around and Adam West Batmobile.
1: I mean, uh, Ben Affleck has a pretty good Batmobile too. His is pretty sick.
0: A little long. If you park that, you're getting T boned every time you go somewhere. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough one.
1: Better have good insurance on that. Mm-hmm. And a good Batman Batmobile repair, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Anybody any more honorable mentions?
2: Yeah, I I this one's gonna be controversial, but the Pulp Fiction suitcase, whatever's in there's gotta be sick.
1: Wow, that's somebody's soul, bro. Apparently, maybe I don't know. But,
0: maybe didn't want to know what's in there.
2: I, I don't know. I feel like that would be cool. Um, maybe like the Hanzo sword from Kill Bill, like mm-hmm. alternative Oh, Hatori Hanzo. That would be pretty sick. Or like, um, speaking of rings, the Green Lantern ring. So you're like, you're a superhero. That would be sick. Adult. Like, that would be sick. Um, and then memorabilia, the Babe Ruth baseball from the Sandlot. I think I'm a big memorabilia. I think that would be pretty cool.
1: Okay, interesting. Pre-chewed up.
2: But I think that rounds out our top billing. So we'll start with Nez. Nez, your top billing for uh, top, uh, top billing for movie items you would like for Christmas. The Click Remote from Click. The Invisibility Cloak from Harry Potter. The Neutralizer from Men in Black. The Edith Glasses from Spider-Man Far From Home. And then the Tesseract, the Avengers. Dr. Rowe, your top billing is the Iron Man suit. A lightsaber. Scorpion jacket from Drive. The Wonder Boy Bat from The Natural, and The Book of Secrets from National Treasure 2. <laughs> and Ricky Flicks' top billing is The Hoverboard from Back to the Future, The Like Mike Shoes from Like Mike, The Hot Tub Time Machine from The Hot Tub Time Machine movie, <laughs> Pick a Destiny from Pick a Destiny, Tenacious D, and then the Ferris Bewer Car, the 1961 Ferrari 250 GT. So, that was pretty good, boys. That was creative. I like that.
1: Excellent. All right. That was a great top billing topic.
2: Nez, round us out.
1: All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. That will conclude this episode of the drive-in pod episode 16 Christmas special. We'd like to thank you for listening and we'd love to hear your feedback. Make sure you leave us a review and rate us five stars uh, in Apple podcast, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, we will give one or two listeners a shout out and read their review at the beginning of the next episode, whether it's a good or a bad review. So go in and review and like the podcast, uh, please. And, And yeah, we'll we'll give you guys a shout out on the next episode. Uh, Also, don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms at The Drive-In Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We are The Drive-In on Facebook and YouTube. And check out our blog on a daily basis on thedriveinpod.com. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. And
0: we will smell you.